This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Happy New Week. Happy Monday. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen this week? We got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff that looks like it could be pretty explosive this week. The whole situation of the speaker in in line for possibly going to Taiwan in her trip to the east is uh, in some ways extremely important now that she do, do, do go to Taiwan. But you can't help but thinking this is Another dramatic example of the left hand, I should say, not knowing what the left hand is doing because uh, they don't have a right hand. And uh, the the reality is we can fault either one. of. I mean, she should not have organized this trip, even though I disagree totally with the White House's position on it, but without talking to the White House. I mean, she knows that sensitive things are going on between China, the United States and Taiwan. Why she wants to take a trip right now to raise that issue right now should be coordinated with United States foreign policy such as it is. Now, they're members of the same party. Presumably friends. Both seem to be missing brains. And I say it that way to get your attention. There's no doubt that he's mentally deranged. If you doubt it, I do my turn off the show. Seriously, I mean, if you really doubt that Biden is 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 a fully competent mental creature, then hire him to babysit your kids. Just tell him not to smell their hair, okay? So the guy, the guy is uh, in some form of dementia, modest, moderate, and there are doctors who say it's severe. He shouldn't be running a country. It's a disgrace. He's a disgrace, as Mark Stein, the great one, said last night. She has something. It's not as bad. She functions better, but you can see the stalling in her talk, the way she walks, the hesitation, the confusion. It ain't all working the same way with her either. At least the two of them together should coordinate the stupid things they're going to do. So... No good reason has been given for why she wants to create this problem right now. But she did. She announced, and I would say the White House has a right to be angry about this. Even this stupid, idiotic, left-wing, communist-leading White House has a right to be angry about the fact that she just went out on her own and created this problem for them. Now they should have been much more careful in what they did. First, they leaked out that the military thought it was a terrible idea that she goes. They leaked it out. Second, Biden has said it now. This all should have been done quietly. I hate to say professionally. She should have been called in or somebody should have gone to visit her like Blinken, but Blinken's another halfwit. 
should have gone to visit her and say, you know, Ma- Madam Speaker, this is not exactly the right time. Can you find a reason to put you before we get to the before we get to having to say we'd rather not have you go? Could you get to why don't you get COVID or something? I mean, everybody gets COVID. I, you can get it four or five times now. The more the more boosters you have, the more often you get it, I think. Uh, no, no, I'm only kidding. But um, they don't do that. They let it play out publicly. And the White House tells her not to go. And now she's in a position where she has to go. Otherwise, America looks like it's not serious about defending Taiwan. This is a, you know, in sports, you have a self-forced era, one that you create. This is created by the fact that you, the American people, elected a stupid man to the White House, a stupid administration. And you should have known they were stupid because they were stupid during Obama's period. And it's your fault. Not my fault. I work like hell against them. You cut me off. A lot of you wouldn't listen to me. A lot of you thought I was a Russian agent. Now you're relying on the same people that lied about my being a Russian agent, lying about January 6th. I mean, what are you, crazy? But this is a uh, self-created era in which I would have to agree with Pompeo and with everybody else. She has to go. And we've got to cross our fingers. And we have to say this is what happens when we elect Democrat to the White House because we get brainwashed by them. And uh, next time you elect a man who can't get out of the basement to the White House, uh, this is what's going to happen. And we don't know yet how much more damage this guy is going to do to this country before the inevitable happens and they push him out. Apropos of that, we can thank the FBI for this administration because as uh, two distinguished senators, one of whom is a, is a, is a monument in the, in, in the Senate, and that's Chuck Grassley. He's a monument of integrity also and a monument of protecting whistleblowers on both sides, including those who hurt Republicans. They are, they are beside themselves with the fact that uh, – The FBI, I mean, in essence, the FBI has now covered up for the Democrats for two elections. They covered up the 2016 election by fixing the investigation of Hillary Clinton when she did 33,000 emails and and uh, uh, crooked uh, Comey announced, uh, you know, she uh, destroyed emails. People lied. People smashed up uh, uh, monitors. People smashed up hard drives. they use bleach bit stuff that they organize. He did all that. They are ready for a prosecution. And he says, well, nobody had prosecuted and every prosecutor other than uh, people having, you know, Trump derangement syndrome said, what are you crazy? Every prosecutor would die for this case. Thirty two thousand relevant emails she destroyed. <laughs> it's a gimme. So so stupid, dishonest Comey lets her off. But he puts out all the incriminating evidence which then helps to sink her for president. If you're not going to bring the case, you just shut your mouth. You just shut your mouth. I mean, something's going on there where he wanted to help her and he wanted to screw her or, or he's so cute by halves he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. But in any event, they, they, they fixed the 06, uh, 16 election and then they really fixed the 20 election by suppressing for, what, 18 months, 12 months, whatever the number of time is, Suppressing the entire hard drive, which you now know just by reading the newspapers, and you only know 
a little bit. I know everything. They it cast crime after crime after crime after crime after crime. They could put it in Quantico where they teach FBI agents and they could use it as a test. And if you don't discover at least 75 crimes, you don't get admitted to the FBI. If you go over 100, you get admitted, you know, with an extra promotion. If you can't figure out the crimes there without any extra help except knowing names, you're not capable of being an FBI agent. I mean, there's a self-contained $3 million laundering of money involving Ukraine, Latvia, uh, 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 Cyprus, United States, Hunter Biden, his partners, and uh, 800 or is it 900,000 for Joe. They don't even bother calling him the big man here. They say 800, 900 for Joe. Joe was the vice president at the time. We call that bribe, B-R-I-B-E, bribe. Okay, got it? 15 years in jail, Joe. I put bums like you in jail when I was 28 years old. And you know, Joe, if I got you on the witness stand, you'd break down. You know that. You know, you know you'd break down. I know I, I know I could get you to break down. I get you angry. It's easy to get you angry. You'd start yelling and screaming at me. Oh, boy. Particularly if I, if I pointed out you were left back in the third grade. Then you'd go nuts. Woo! You'd go nuts. You got, you've had that chip on your shoulder for so long. So uh, Senator Johnson and Senator Grassley make the rather uh, mild statement that they have no faith in the FBI. They've now screwed up two investigations. And lo and behold, Senator Grassley, who is the master of whistleblowers, he's been the protector of them for, for about three decades, I get varying numbers of anywhere from four to 11 FBI agent whistleblowers saying what, what I've known forever because I talk to people inside the FBI. This has all been a fix. Hillary was a fix. We know, we know, we don't even need them. We know that Russian collusion was a fix. The Bureau decided it wasn't true within uh, four days. And then conducted a three-and-a-half-year, $45 million investigation to try to take a lawfully elected president out of the White House. The whistleblowers are just going to tell us what we already know. But these are FBI agents who are disgusted with how corrupt a great agency has become. And, you know, I'm kind of aggressive about it and I'm tough and all that, but I'm very, very hurt and very disappointed. I did some of my greatest work with the FBI. Yes, I crushed the mafia. I did. You can try to take it away from me like people try to take everything else away from me, but I crushed the mafia. I was the only one to convict the commission. I was the only one to go ahead and cooperate with Italian law enforcement and help with the convictions of 800 Sicilian mafia for which I was rewarded with a contract to kill me. I was the only one to work with the Italian government, the Italian government would trust, and I got the Italian government to give us the biggest whistleblower instead of taking him first. Went there, and I spent five days negotiating with him. Being partially Italian probably helped, and I knew how to use it. Hey, you know, we're goombas. You can trust me. All that Italian stuff. And I had to eat so much Italian food to eat it. And sometime I'll tell you about negotiating with the Italians. I had no idea how many, how many, um, how many holidays there are in Italy. Here we are right, in the, right at the, right, right at the, um, uh, cusp of getting Buschetta. That's the guy's name who was number two in the Sicilian Mafia. And we wanted him in New York, and they wanted him in 
They wanted him in Italy to testify at the Maxi trial, and they wanted him in Spain. And, you know, nobody knew if he was going to get through one trial without being shot. I wanted him first. And I had promised boldly the Attorney General Smith and the head of the FBI, Webster, who had put a lot of, a lot of people and money, and Webster gave me counterintelligence agents so we could break into Paul Castellano's house and this guy's house, and that guy I had a bunch of burglars working for me. So there's a lot riding on our getting this guy. And I brought Al D'Amato with me, which turned out to be a real funny story, which I'll tell you sometime. But that, that would get you. I got to do, do a whole show on Tales of the Mafia. But when I say Tales of the Mafia, if people wouldn't misunderstand it, I'll tell you the funny ones. And some of the funny ones are bad things that happened. And some of them are just perfectly human. And you get an idea that these murderers and killers have a human side to them. But... And they're really funny, the kind of crap that goes wrong in something like this. But the reality, but the reality is very, 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 very simple. When the FBI wants to be straight, it's the best law enforcement organization in the world, except for one. And when I come back, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the first call I see, and if you don't know the answer to that question, I'm gonna cut you off. If you know the answer to the question, you're gonna get to answer it. The FBI is the best law enforcement organization in the world, except for... We'll see you in two minutes. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani show. And I'm going to follow up, as I said, and uh, Frank in Queens claims to have the FBI answer. So I'm going to give him uh, a, a shot. Hey, Frank, what do you say? How you doing, Mr. Mayor? Yeah, what's the best organization in the world? F- the Lawrence. best organization? Yeah. The Italian-American Society, I would say, sir. For law enforcement? No, the Italian Soccer Society. <laughs> you must be crazy, Frank. You got a serious question or you just want to jerk my chain? No, I do have one. You said, yeah. what is the FBI for or who they're for? I said, they're for Joe Biden, for his Democratic Party, and also for this government that's running our country. That's right. what I feel the FBI is for, yeah, have not you, for us. I, I would say the up. I, I, would, I would qualify that by saying the upper echelon, the politicians, the suits, not the guys and the women in the street. They're wonderful people. They, they, they'd stand in front of you and take a bullet for you. But those guys at the top and women, and there are a lot of them. It's not just a few. They've become like a, a, a deep state uh, state police. They're a state police. And uh, they're being run by the attorney general, who's like a commandant. I mean, it's amazing to make to make uh, parents uh, terrorists and uh, to say that white supremacy is the number one cause of death and fear in America. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out who they killed last year. Now, a lot of other people killed a lot of other. If, if we're working on white supremacists as the biggest threat to America and we're putting resources behind that, maybe one of the reasons why we have so much damn crime in America. But let me give Anthony a chance in New Jersey. Anthony, what do you got to say? Anthony, I think you, 
Hey, Rudy, I think you're, best, you're the best mayor ever. I think your answer is Scotland Yard. Oh, boy, I have to cut you off. It's the NYPD. Uh, NYPD uh, could knock the hell out of Scotland Yard. It's not even close. It's not even, not even close. They don't have enough murders in, in, uh, in England to know how to. Here's the reason why the NYPD is the best organization in America, because it grew up with the most crime in America. When I was the U.S. attorney, this is before I was mayor, and I had to investigate homicide cases. U.S. attorneys rarely have to do homicide cases. But when I started to do the mafia cases, homicide is a predicate crime for RICO. So I had to do homicide cases in the federal court. The FBI didn't know much about homicide cases. Don't get angry, FBI. You knew a lot about how to break into apartments, much better than the much better than than the police department. You were considerably better at working your informants and keeping good care of them. You were great on international connections and national connections. Couldn't have done it without you. Couldn't have. Couldn't have done the homicides without the greatest homicide detectives in the world, NYPD. They solved them on hunches and then proved it. I mean, geniuses at homicide. Taught me how to, taught me how to do it. I remember it today. I have a nose for homicides now. They gave me a nose for homicides. I couldn't have done all those mafia. I mean, one guy chopped up 48 bodies. We're not talking like a few homicides, pal. We're talking about lots of homicides. It's a shame to watch what's happened to the NYPD. I mean, it, it, with, the, with Scotland Yard, you've made a nice choice. With the FBI, with the PD at their best, wow. I would say, I would guarantee... I could solve every crime except for the outlier. You can never, there's always be one that will elude you. But when I went and got all this money from the FBI, here I was a young punk U.S. attorney, and I went and I promised the head of the FBI, and I promised the head of the Justice Department that I was going to get the mafia. I said, you give me what I want, I'll get them. I'll get them all. I'll get the heads of all the families. I'll take each one of their family structures apart. And also, Italy wants help. I'll help Italy put a thousand of them in jail. Just give me the 20 people I need. And, you know, there was, a, there was a big fight over that. And they gave it to me. And we did it. No, no. They did it. My talent, I held them together. But they did it. That's what law enforcement can do for you when they're not run by Democrats. Democrats don't understand law enforcement because they like criminals better. Criminals vote for them. Who do you think criminals vote for? Isn't that a good reason not to vote for them? Criminals vote for them. People who don't want to work. Isn't it better to have people working for you who are not criminals and want to work? Wouldn't that be a healthier society? So maybe it'd be an example of the criminals not to be criminals and the people who don't want to work to work. Oh, gee, that's awfully, that's awfully simplistic, Rudy. No wonder you, you supported Trump. You're like a deplorable. You had a good education and you wasted it. God, you didn't come to the schools we went to. Where we, got, we got taught, you know, Marxism 701. I mean, we're really smart. We, we're really smart. We, we're smart enough we don't need God. You need God. Weakness, weakness, weakness. Yep, absolutely. Uh, well, let's... Go with John. John, we got two minutes. Let's see what we can do in two minutes. Hey, John. This is John. Yeah, John. Mr. Mayor, thank you for all you did for New York. 
Ah, thank you. I want to tell you a little bit about uh, the early 70s down in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Okay. With Mayor John Lindsay. I, this, is how I became, this, is how I, this is how I became a Republican. You'll see. Uh-huh. You, remember, you, remember, you remember John Lindsay. Sure, I put his Model Cities administration in jail. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I can recall carrying sacks of cash. For John Lindsay when he went to Bedford Stuyvesant in the precinct down there, it wasn't and for could, voter. It wasn't for voter fraud, was it? Oh, it wasn't for voter fraud. It was giving money to the ministers and having them tell who to vote for. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, there's no voter fraud pleasant, in America. The New York Times a, says there's none. It wasn't a pleasant job because I was on N- NYPD at the time, and I had to carry that. That basket full of money to give out to those. Yeah, so John, so John Lindsay made you commit a crime. Well, yeah, he did. I mean, I, I, the statute of limitations is run, and I understand it all. But the mayor of New York City was uh, engaged in a serial crime. Yeah, that's that's New York. John Lindsay became a Democrat, ended a Democrat, supported David Dinkins. We'll be back. I'm glad he called. He'll give you a little history of New York City and the bullshit of the bull that you get from the uh, from the New York Times. We'll be back. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, back with the Rudy Giuliani show. And we have uh, with us on the line a really great New Yorker, a man with very distinguished public service in New York and at a very early age, uncovered a massive uh, scandal in nursing homes, which, um, gosh, if we had time, I'd like to ask him about nursing homes today and, 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 and COVID. I'm sure he knows more about it than anyone. Uh, Andrew was uh, city council president. I believe he was public advocate. Uh, he was a candidate for mayor, and he's one of the people that knows probably the most about New York City. And he's a Democrat. And he has an, an op-ed piece in the Post today about uh, uh, Joe Biden and Joe Biden's situation and whether he should uh, step down or not. I'd like him to explain it. It really is very, very well written and very well thought out and very balanced. Andrew? Hi, Rudy. How are you, pal? Oh, always good to hear from you. And you're, oh, when, you've been in the Post now you know, about every three or four weeks, and every one of these columns is really an excellent contribution. Well, thank you very much, pal. And just let me say that uh, well, you talked a little bit about my career. Uh, you certainly were, uh, I think, our greatest mayor and really turned the city around uh, from where it was under Dinkins and uh, uh, made the city livable. Our, our, our crime rate uh, was low, and uh, so I, I just felt I had to say well, that. Well, thank now. you, Andy. Well, you're, you're, you 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 helped me a lot. You were an advisor, a helper, an assistant, and you didn't care much about party lines. My God, and we were friends. Can you imagine that, Absolutely. Democrat and Republican, and we were friends? I know we had <laughs> we, we we did a lot on Medicaid fraud we and sure a lot did. of stuff together. Yep, I learned a lot from you. You had been in city government, and you weren't unwilling to share it with me, and I wasn't embarrassed to get it from you. Which oh well, but tell me about tell Thank me about for- about how you as a Democrat you see Biden and. A lot of Democrats say, you get rid of Biden, you get Harris, she's worse. Well, you know, I know they say that. But first of all, 
I think that uh, Joe Biden is really uh, cognitively uh, impaired. I think he's got the beginning of uh, Alzheimer's. I've seen it, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. with a lot of people I know. Uh, I just do not think he's fit to handle the duties uh, of mayor, and I think it's going to get a lot worse. Uh, I think that uh, his domestic agenda has been an absolute disaster. The Build Back Better uh, uh, was probably the biggest uh, fiasco uh, ever because it produced this record high inflation and uh and on foreign policy we have a 9.1 uh, inflation now which kills the average person you know uh it, it really makes it hard for people to to manage their budgets and also how when you have the inflation with the uh, with the gas uh, prices as they are it just makes hard for people to uh, make uh, make their ends meet. I don't think that uh, he's uh, up to the job. I think that um, uh, his foreign policy, uh, his foreign policy has been an absolute uh, disaster. Yeah, yeah. I believe that uh, when uh, we withdrew the way we did from Afghanistan, uh by losing 13 marines and not uh, keeping Bagram Air Base uh it really encouraged uh Putin to say these guys don't know what they're doing and encouraged uh, the invasion uh of the Ukraine and it also worries me about the Chinese and what they might do uh, over the next uh, uh, several yeah. years by invading Taiwan. It's just been a weak uh, administration. And uh, to uh, answer your question about Harris, yeah. I am so n- no fan of Harris. I, <laughs> I think uh, she has uh, a lot of her own uh, issues. But, you know, I, I think that uh, for the Democratic Party, uh, they're going to have a real melee. Uh, Biden's not going to run. It's impossible. Health-wise, he just can't run. It's very hard to deny a sitting woman black president, uh, vice president the nomination. So give her a chance for a year and a half or so. And uh, if she does as badly as she uh, might, then uh, all these other Democrats are free to run. But uh, Rudy, uh, yeah, yeah, at I... the end of the at the end of the day, uh, no matter who the Democrat is, I will vote uh, for Donald Trump uh, if he runs, because I... as you as you know. Gas prices were two dollars and change. Inflation was low. Uh, you know uh, the yeah. border. I, I mean, if Biden continues, as you know better than me, Rudy, we will have nine million illegal uh, aliens in our country, knowing nothing about them. They know nothing about um, our founders. They know nothing about our history. 
and I'm sure a lot of terrorists are mixed in with them, and it takes jobs away from uh, from Americans. So, you know, it, it's not a perfect situation, but I think uh, Biden is just too yep. cognitively impaired to continue as president. I kind of, I kind of have come to the view also, Andy, we have to enforce the Constitution. The Constitution tells us if a president is incapable, he should be removed. Well, he is incapable, and I don't know if we get to choose. I don't know if it's right constitutionally to cho- to play off the president against a vice president. In other words, she's whatever she is, whether she's smart or dumb or or too liberal or too conservative, or whatever, whatever. She is not cognitively impaired. She is mentally capable of being president. He is well, not. That's what I, that's and what I, I think, think you ha- I think for precedent's sake, you have to re- when a president shows he's mentally incapable of having his hand near that red button. I, I, I see your article really more as a national security article than, than a political one. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Rudy. And there's one thing we didn't talk about, which is uh, this whole Hunter Biden uh, scandal, which. It's a Joe Biden scandal, really, because if you uh, and I'm sure you looked at it as a prosecutor uh, and know more than me, but there's no question. And there's so much evidence that Joe Biden knew exactly what was going on, that he was getting millions of dollars from this. And I hate to see the country dragged through a, a big scandal uh, involving the president, which may uh, I think which it, very well uh, may uh, uh, result in impeachment. Yeah, I think I mean, I think if the Republicans get the House, particularly now with Grassley getting into it. Uh, there will be a serious investigation. And Grassley is if he isn't, isn't he the, I mean, he's probably the most senior Republican in the, in the in the Senate. If he isn't the most senior, he's by far the most trusted. I mean, he's the he's the guy he's the guy that he never screws with you. You know, you may not like him. He's a little bit forward and he's a little bit tough. But I've I've known Grassley forever, and boy, he tells you the truth. But he's a no nonsense guy. Absolutely, you know. yeah. And Johnson and he, too. Johnson too. Johnson's yeah. Johnson Johnson is a you know business guy comes into this and he sees all this corruption and he says to himself, "This is crazy." Yeah. What's well, going that's on? Another here? reason this why is crazy. I don't think. I don't think really the president. If Biden stays, it's going to be, in my opinion, two years of investigations of Biden and Hunter and all the corruption, which we don't want to see the country go through with all our other problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, Andy, as usual, a very, very big, uh, big contribution. I hope, I hope to see you soon. Miss you. Thank you, Rudy. Good friend. Thank you very much. Really, and you I, are too, you, buddy. Thank we you. could love to have you back. I'll tell you. Wow. Well, thank you I, so much, and you too. <laughs> sometime, sometime we're going to put Andy on for a full hour. We're going to discuss what politics used to be like, so that oh, people, you know, that. so somebody can get maybe even get a little panel together uh, where we can talk about how Democrats and Republicans could sit down, and I could give you something, you could give me something. And we could end up with both looking good and, and helping the people. This is what has to go. We have to get back to there somehow. It was a much better world, Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. you so thank you, much. friend. OK, well, let's see what our let's see what our let's go to Bob in Western New Jersey. 
Hello, Rudy. Hey, Bob. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. Good, good. We'll have to talk to you, too. Yeah, and uh, I watched your podcast the other day. It was very uh, interesting the about ones- Ashley. Yeah, yeah, come on. This Ashley thing has really gotten me. I think it's gotten Greg Kelly, too. I tell you, if, you, if, if people would just watch that last, like, four or five minutes of the, of the Sullivan tape and see how she, she was shot, you've got to come yeah, away with see, questions. You gotta, it, doesn't, it looks like a dirty shooting. I've seen another a video of the idiot walking down the steps and changing his uh, clothes. Uh, other than that one that was on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I don't have them all. I wish you could send a copy to me. I I'm not, I'm not that computer illiterate. Oh, you know, I oh, well, I'll look for it. Walking down the stairs. I never even heard of that one. I mean, I'm collecting them. I just got two more. Uh, 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 I got two more last night, actually, that are quite revealing. But you're right. You see, I think they were trying to hide him. That's why, uh, that's why Sullivan didn't take his picture. They thought they were going to get away with maybe, you know, saying they didn't know who it was. Or... Cause, I mean, if it's a cop, the cop stops. If a cop shoots you... <laughs> It's not hit and run with a cop, right? <laughs> Imagine if a cop shot somebody and ran away. That's what he did. <laughs> he Unbelievable. But, but anyway, I was uh, also I was I wanted a, a, one more point before I go. Uh, I was wondering uh, if you were invited to that summit on August twentieth and twenty first. Which one? The one that Mike Landell is having. I. Not, not that I know of. Please reach out to him. I mean, I will. I'll reach out to Mike and find out what I think. I have a vague recollection of what of what this is about. Uh, it's a. You want to tell me? It's a summit of. Uh, yeah, summit of all a lot of answers for the main problem. Okay, and we both know what the main problem. Yeah, is. yeah, the stolen election. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I will. I will reach out to Mike. Mike's a good friend. He's a sponsor. Even so, I'd love to. I'd love to talk to him. I'll give him a call. Yeah, thank, and thanks, and thanks, thanks for calling me. I appreciate it, Bob. Do it. Let's go to uh, let's go to Walker in Jersey City. Hi, Mayor. This is uh, yeah. I I, I, uh, I just have the observation that you know I came up with this about a year ago, but I, I really think I question whether Sessions was on Trump's side because if you look at the first month of Trump's presidency. He got the Department of Justice and the FBI taken away from him, and that's where that's where all the damage to, to him to him came from. And that's what that's what kept him from being a hundred percent president of the United States. Yeah, well, you're a hundred percent right on the result. Let me tell you about about Jeff. Jeff is a very 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 old friend. I helped appoint him U.S. Attorney in Alabama supported him in some of his very big investigations, which were masterful in Alabama. And he was one of my partners in working on the Trump campaign. I mean, we gave speeches together, introduced Trump together, negotiated out uh, immigration because we had slightly different views. Now, let me tell you the other side of it. Uh, this is not lack of loyalty to Trump. He loved, he loved uh, Donald Trump. Uh, he wasn't ready for primetime. He wasn't ready for the Justice Department. He had no idea of how corrupt they are. He was thinking of our Justice Department, our Ronald Reagan Justice Department, where we would turn down investigations of Democrats that were bad investigations when creepy politicians wanted us to try to hurt their opponent. I turned down several of those, one very famous one. And so did he, by the way. He was a, a, 
I know this sounds ridiculous to say this. Jeff suffered from being naive. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. The minute he got in there and uh, and accepted Gray as the FBI director, I, Gray wasn't ready to be FBI director. No way. He was a Chris Christie plant. And, you know, Chris has got his own agenda, as you can tell now, where he's gone off and lied his, his backside off. And to lie his backside off is a lot of lies, right? I mean, think of the size of it. And uh, the, 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 the truth is he didn't get control of the FBI. He didn't get control of the Justice Department. He didn't say to himself, I took over a corrupt Justice Department. Holder was corrupt. I took over a corrupt Justice Department. Holder was corrupt, would get held in contempt, but was never put in prison because that was a pure fix Justice Department. I took over a Justice Department that just fixed the Hillary Clinton case. So what kind of a Justice Department is that? It's a crooked Justice Department, Jeff. You got to get rid of them. Everybody that worked closely in the Obama Justice Department should have been fired, or if they couldn't be fired, they should have been moved to Alaska. You know, let them, and if they like cold, um, move them to the Virgin Islands. You know, just get them out. Put them someplace they don't like. If they, if they work in, uh, in Washington, uh, you know, send them off on assignment to, uh, I don't know, someplace in the middle of America that they're going to hate. Well, we're going to be back with the mayor's final thoughts and maybe another call or two. Let's see. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And now we get to the mayor's final thoughts brought to you and sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, T2T.org. That's the organization that takes care of our uniformed service members who lose their lives in the, in the line of duty or, or become catastrophically injured. And, and T2T, Tunnel to Towers, is there right away with a check for the mortgage, other things that are needed, or if necessary, to build a house for a catastrophically injured warrior so they can have the maximum amount of independence. Now, this is the kind of organization you want to support. $11 a month, T2T.org. T, the number 2T.org, and do it right now. Now, I'm going to try one more call and then my final thoughts, and we'll go to Corey in Palm Beach, Florida. Hi, Mayor. How are you? How are you, Corey? It's an honor and a pleasure. Honor for me. How are you? You're, you're I'm doing great. Hot, but it's uh, good. Great. So um, what, what do you got? That trivia question was like a underhanded lob ball over <laughs> home plate to Aaron Judge in Yankee Stadium. And I missed it. Oh, you wanted to be on for that one? <laughs> yeah. You had that one, huh? NYPD. Yeah. Who, who, what am I going to say? NYPD, right? So what do, what, do, what, do you, what do you want to talk about? We got only about two minutes. Just uh, how great you are and how, oh. uh, how far they've brought down what you brought up. Oh, that, that, you know, um, that, that, sometimes that can get me into a real funk, I'll tell you. Wow. It can, and it's sad, and that's kind of why I'm down here, because it's, it's hard to watch. No, it's really, it's really, it's really, it's really sad to see, you know, look, I didn't do everything. I didn't, um, I, there are things that have actually, I didn't do that I wanted to do. But when I think of the condition that I left this city, 
to Mike Bloomberg, even with September 11. I, I, let me give you just spirit numbers, spirit numbers, spiritual numbers. When I came into office, somewhere near 80% of the people wanted to leave New York City. When I came back into office, 75% of the people wanted to stay in New York City. And 80% thought we were going to have a better future. This is after 9-11. And I changed that spirit around in two years, maybe three, to an optimistic city. We sometimes miss that, and I don't talk about it enough because it's hard to understand. It's easy to understand lowering crime, lowering welfare, lowering lowering unemployment, increasing employment, getting taxes, lowering all that. But it all adds up. It all to me, it all goes to a big picture. How do the people feel? Do they feel safe? Do they feel protected? And do they feel that they're going to have a better future? Because if they feel they're going to have a better future, our people, our American people are so damn qualified, we're going to have a better future. That's the role of a leader in a democracy, to get your people to believe in themselves. And then don't overregulate them. Damn it. That's a, that's a socialist That's a socialist view. That's an authoritarian view. That's a communist view. That's a Nazi view. You get them to feel good about themselves, get them well-educated, and keep them safe. And, boy, they're going to make you look like you were the best mayor in New York City. History. But 100%. And New York is the capital of the world. D.C. might be the capital of the United States, but in my opinion, New York, capital of the world. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, D.C. doing well doesn't mean much to the rest of the world. It means a lot to us. Right. right. New York doing well makes America look great because, look, three quarters of the world knows New York more than they know the U.S. From all the television movies, all the movies, all the things about New York, New York, for better or worse, has a disproportionate reputation. When we have a murder, it's a bigger deal. When we have a turnaround, it's a bigger deal. It's, but it works both ways, and you got to understand that. And I, unfortunately, I don't think the man sitting in the job right now has the wisdom to do that. He doesn't know how to reach out. For example, I told you John Lindsay opposed me. There was nobody that I probably disagreed with on government policy more than John Lindsay. I mean, he was like really the first Democrat. He was a Republican who was a turncoat. However, I called him to ask advice because he was a mayor who did this job. And there were a few things he did that were very effective, like going into the going into the 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 uh, riots and calming them down. Because I was I was I was um, I was you know given a city that had racial riot after racial. I, I was very hurt today when Greg Kelly said that I increased racial tension in the city. I was really hurt because I, I saved more black lives than any mayor or police commissioner in the history of New York City. And not only that, uh, I had fewer civilian complaints when I started than when I finished. And that's a, that's a product of listening to Al Sharpton and the New York Times bull. So I'll talk to you about it tomorrow, but I was very, very hurt by that. Thank you very, very much. God bless America.